Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Are you in the market for a new pair of headphones? Studio Sweden wants to revolutionize the way we see headphones and makes it a priority to create headphones that are not just a tech device, but also an accessory. The tray model comes with a clip to keep the cord secured to your shirt, a leather carrying pouch, and changeable ear pads for a comfortable, custom fit. They provide worldwide shipping with tracking, so check them out at studiosweden.com and get 15% off when you enter code MOMSANDMURDER at checkout. As moms, we take a ton of photos of our kids, and often we have too many to display. CreatePhotoCalendars.com offers the perfect solution with their high-quality, personalized calendars. In just minutes, you can create beautiful calendars using photos from your computer, your phone, or your Instagram account. They have a variety of page layouts and background designs to make your calendar unique. You can add birthdays and personal events, which the website will save to make it easier to purchase a calendar every year. The best part is that most orders print and ship within 48 hours. To create your own calendar, visit createphotocalendars.com and use the exclusive code PODCAST at checkout to get up to 55% off. Hey guys, and welcome to Moms and Murder, a true crime podcast featuring myself, Mandy, and my friend, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Mandy. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah? I had to fight the urge to call you... Dear old Melissa. I know. Yes. I think my daughter even calls me that now. Oh. (laughs) But that, she doesn't even listen to the show. She just calls me dear old Melissa. Real rude. Yeah. (laughs) You need to teach that girl some respect. (laughs) Uh, This is episode 20, which is a big deal to me. I don't know if it's a big deal to you. Yeah. 
Sure. No, it's a big deal. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And we made a bigger deal out of episode 15. We should have probably done that for episode 20, but um, here we are. Oh, this is a big deal. I like this this episode. This is a big deal. Uh, So Melissa likes this episode, and I do too, because today we are talking about a non-murder case, which a lot of our listeners said that they wanted to hear another one after we did the Anthony Curcio episode several episodes back, um, and that didn't have murder in it either. So we... Melissa dug up another good one for you guys, and um, I have welcome. to say it was very entertaining to research this one, and uh, believe it or not, watching Trash TV was actually part of the research this week. So I had to make her watch a reality show. Yes. What, what's better than that? Yes. So before we get into that, though, we do have a huge announcement. So if you're not following us on social media, actually, we did not post this on Twitter, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, we... Decided to be real, I don't know. Crazy? Real crazy. (laughs) Just go out there on a limb and ask Josh Mankiewicz, the Manx, if he wanted to read the hashtag on my dateline and record it. Just him saying on my dateline, send it to us and if we could use it. So as I send him this, I immediately get a message in my inbox that says, hey, Melissa and Mandy, would you rather I just came on your show? So we thought this was a big, giant prank. Oh, we don't know that it's not a prank yet. <laughs> it's still, we could still be being punked. I don't know what Ashton Kutcher's up in his life, up to in right. his life. <laughs> he might have time for this. I don't know. So anyway, we're kind of freaking out. He is going to be uh, taping with us next Thursday, the 30th. So really, it's this Thursday. This Thursday, the 30th. I yes. forgot we're living in the future now. Um And he's going to talk to us about an upcoming Dateline episode, answer questions, read some hashtag on my Datelines for us, which we're really excited about. So we're not going to do those this week so we can save them for our episode next week. So Josh Mankiewicz might read your crazy idea. Right. So if you have a really, really, really good on my dateline that... We're only accepting really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to make sure that we all collectively look like a good bunch of people yeah. here. So dig deep. Real Send deep. us your best, best, best on my dateline um, submissions and we will pick one that we think is really good and we'll see if Mr. Mankowitz will the read Manx. it. Yeah. Now, one of our listeners, Kim, who I adore, she decided to tweet out Happy Thanksgiving and asked if uh, Dateline would be running like special episodes of... A marathon. A marathon. Thank you. Of uh, Josh Mankowitz Dateline episodes. And they basically said, no, but if you if he will take a picture of himself eating a Turkey, turkey drumstick, drumstick and put happy Thanksgiving. We'll send you a, a magnet, which a, we don't a, know a what manket? that is. Manket or magnet <laughs> and Dateline socks. So super excited for Kim. She's wonderful. And so he did that because he's a really great sport. And uh, so that will be in the mail to Kim, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. super cool. So Kim revitalized our relationship with Manx. She showed us the light. She showed us how great he is on Twitter. And so we have become... Mankets? I don't know what you call us. (laughs) But no, I've seen the light, and he wears amazing pocket squares, and also he is hilarious on Twitter. So I got to give it to him. I think I've just been jealous of his smirkiness. He's he's got like an RBF, like no one I know. (laughs) If you don't know what that is, just Google it. (laughs) So anyway, um, so we're super excited to have the Manx on this week. Um, We are going to do a game on the show. Yes. First time ever. 
First time ever. We're stealing this from Is This Adulting. We, we were on Is This Adulting last week, and the episode was called Stuff My Body. <laughs> and it was basically about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving foods. That's and, what it's about. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's other things, but we ended up playing a game about Thanksgiving foods. So it's really fun. If you haven't checked that out, check that out there. We love uh, Chris and Steven. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, we're going to play a game as they do on their episodes, and we're not going to explain the game yet, but Mandy is going to play representing Team Moms and Murder, and Josh is going to play for Team the Manx. Josh. Team Manx. <laughs> um, so the winner of that is going to get um, a piece of merch from our store. We A to-be-determined piece of merchandise. Right. <laughs> and so the way we're deciding to pull names, we're going to pull names on Wednesday night, the 29th. <laughs> which would be tomorrow, maybe, or even later today, depending on when you're listening, um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to have Mandy play for you to win some merch, in our Mums the Word, there will be a live video that we did. Comment below on that that you want in, and uh, we will put your name in. If you're a patron, patreon.com slash momsandmurder podcast. Um, if you're a patron, then... Your name will be put in however much you give a month. Explain that. Uh, right. So if you <laughs> if you give at the two dollar level, right, you'll get your name in two times. Right. If you give at the five dollar level, you'll get it in five times, whatever it is. Um, so that's just kind of a little thank you to our patrons. They yeah. get they get their name in a, a couple of extra times, um, <clears throat> and then they have a chance to win merch whenever I play this lovely yeah. game that I don't know anything about. If she wins. If I, I win. I don't... Melissa's not. keeping it all a secret from me, yeah, so I don't know what's happening. I won't know until the time comes. Yes, until then. So um, anyway, so if you guys want to do that, we thought that would be a fun thing, and I'm going to try to have sound effects, but I think Minkowitz thinks we have like a studio and all this kind of stuff, so we're really kind of playing our cards close to the chest. He's going to figure it out whenever I pull out my phone to do sound effects. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> It'll all be over before it even began. Halfway through the interview, he's going to be like, this was not what I signed up for. <laughs> so anyway, we're super excited about that. Hope you guys will listen, and we're probably going to do a contest with that episode, right? We're talking about doing that. Yes. Sharing the poster whenever yes. the Manx episode comes out. There's going to be another opportunity mm-hmm. for um, a free piece of merch for someone, someone lucky. Some lovely person who decides <laughs> to share, um, which we always appreciate when you guys do that. Let us get into this episode. Yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. So in 2008 and 2009, a string of burglaries rocked the Hollywood Hills, leaving several celebrities the victims of theft. It would eventually become a story that was so outrageous that it only could have come straight out of Hollywood. And you will see why soon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The robberies were committed by a group of teenagers that became known by several different names. Um, There was the Burglar Bunch, the Hollywood Hills Burglars, and finally the Bling Ring, which was eventually the title of a movie based on these events. Right. So all of that just really should be enough (laughs) right there. But one of the teens that was arrested was actually actively filming a reality TV show for E! called Pretty Wild. Some of you may have heard of it. It's so good. I can't emphasize that enough. It's so (laughs) trashy and terrible. It's It's one thing that I finally found that Melissa introduced me to that I was like, this is pure gold. I I know. (laughs) So that girl's name was, or is, Alexis Nyers, and she is the first person that we're going to introduce to you today. So when we talked about making this episode, when I told Mandy about it, she was like, okay, that sounds good. I said, no, you need to watch this video. And so I showed her a clip of Alexis Nyers, and we'll get into what that clip was later. 
and she was howling in laughter. It so, was so ridiculous. It's it was so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's what reality TV should be. So Alexis was one of two daughters born to actress and Playboy model Andrea Arlington and cinematographer Michael Nears. He was also a director of photography on Friends. Um, her parents divorced and Andrea eventually remarried. Alexis and her sister Gabby were homeschooled, but the girls lived in a life that was far from ordinary. When the family moved from Westlake Village, California to Los Angeles, the teenage girls were living the dream. They had wealthy parents and good looks, and they were easily able to immerse themselves into the lavish Hollywood lifestyle, even managing to get into clubs and bars before they were 18. So this was really around the time of Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, like their heyday, like whenever right. every, you know, when you almost became a celebrity for being a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like that kind of... You're just famous for being You're famous. You're famous for being famous. Thank right. you. That makes sense. Um, so the li lifestyle quickly spirals into one of alcohol and drug use, as something like this would do if you are going to Hollywood clubs at right. the age of 17. Exactly. Um, and by the time Alexis was 14, she was using prescription Oxycontin to get high. As her tolerance grew and her habit became costlier, she was easily persuaded to try smoking heroin as an alternative. She became addicted immediately and continued to live this life of partying and hobnobbing with celebrities and other socialites, becoming well-known in the L.A. nightlife circle. I think The Hills was going on then, too. All it was during all of that, shows. yes. Yeah. So she would eventually cross paths with the group who became known as the Bling Ring. So Mandy's going to go backwards in time a little bit here. So the story really begins in 2006 when two teens by the names of Nick Prugo and Rachel Lee met at Indian Hills High School. So this was a school that was for um, 10th or 12th graders who were facing some struggles in and out of the classroom. Nick was a shy kid, did not have a lot of friends. He had anxiety and he took Zoloft for that. And he also was um, prescribed Concerta for ADHD. So he was just kind of one of those, I got the impression that he kind of kept to himself and yeah. he was, you know, he didn't really, he wasn't really into that same kind of lifestyle that we just talked about right. with, uh, that Alexis was into. So he actually had transferred to Indian Hills after being suspended from Calabasas High for missing too many days of school. So truancy. So Mandy, name somebody from Calabasas. Like all of the Kardashians. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited you thought that. As soon as I saw Calabasas, I was like, so help me if a Kardashian gets thrown into this story. But, and doesn't that mean pumpkin in Spanish? Oh, gosh. Let's not. <laughs> let's not guess that. Okay. So Rachel was a privileged teen who lived with her mom in Calabasas, and she attended Indian Hills High School after uh, being expelled also from Calabasas High School. And... I don't really know why she was expelled, but I had read that she was kind of known for getting into fights and, you know, she was popular. She drove a nice car and she was actually named best dressed in the 2007 yearbook at Indian Hills High School. But she was obsessed with reality TV and celebrity lifestyle. So she was just, I just can imagine she was really preoccupied with that from right. the way that I, the impression I got from her was that that was really all she was about. She yeah. wasn't really about going to no stupid high school. She wanted to <laughs> just get famous, just, you know, and be famous. As the kids do. Right. <laughs> so Rachel and Nick met each other and bonded over a love of fashion and they became fast friends. But their friendship quickly turned 
dark and different when uh, their obsession with celebrities and their material things became more than just a hobby that they had. Um, the two of them began committing crimes of burglary together. They would break into homes and cars and spend whatever cash they stole on Rodeo Drive shopping sprees. So the first time that these two uh, had broken into a residence, they actually found $8,000 in cash and they split that and then just went on this shopping spree. Right. And of course, bought a rodeo drive. I, I don't even know what it would be like. I could go window shopping down there. Sure. I don't, I don't even think they would allow me to do that. Immediately, somebody would come from inside and be like, you don't belong here. <laughs> go down. There's a Target down the street. Yeah, exactly. And I would be more even comfortable that, at Target. Do, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> so the more lavish items that the teens acquired, the more their classmates began to take notice. And some of them even decided that they might just want to join in. So the names of some of those classmates were Courtney Ames and Diana Tamayo. And of course, Alexis Nyers. And Diana was the student body president at Indian Hills. She drove a Lincoln Navigator and was also known for getting into fights. How did she become president of this group? Well, I, I guess it's a group of misfits, maybe. It seems like they were misfits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, she and Rachel had both been put on probation already for petty theft. Sure. Um, I had read that they had stolen some makeup and things from a Sephora, mm-hmm. which, Which, you if know, you shop at Sephora, you might have to steal. That stuff is expensive. It's really expensive, <laughs> but it's really good makeup. It is. And I've only ever gotten makeup from there like once or twice because I'm a drugstore makeup kind of gal. Yeah, yeah. But the makeup I did get from Sephora was, it it's lasted a long time. Yeah. You know, it, it took me a long time to go through it. So it was kind of worth it. Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. It's been a while since I've had a baby of my own, and some days I miss it so much. The baby cuddles and baby smiles, but when it comes to diaper rashes, not so much. I remember the first time my oldest had a diaper rash, I was really devastated. 
here's this tiny thing totally dependent on me and now she's fussy and obviously uncomfortable and I'm supposed to have the answers. Well, with time and treatment, it went away, but what I really wanted was to avoid it altogether. And now baby butts rejoice. New Huggies Skin Essentials are here, a brand new dermatologist-approved line of diapers, wipes, and pull-ups training pants, all designed with baby's sensitive skin in mind. The wipes are thick and have zero harsh ingredients for a great, gentle clean. Pull-Up Skin Essentials has got your big kid covered, too, with a training pant that's ultra-soft and breathable to help protect sensitive skin throughout potty training. Whether you're a first-time parent or a seasoned pro, make it easy on yourself and your baby with Huggies. Learn more at Huggies.com. Once again, head to Huggies.com to learn more. So Courtney Ames was an old friend of Rachel's, and she would later introduce uh, two other members to this group, and they would be her boyfriend, Johnny Ajar, and Roy Lopez Jr., who happened to be her co-worker at a restaurant and bar in Calabasas. So Courtney had recruited those two men to resell items that this group of teens was going to be stealing. Right. Because I guess that's what you do when you're stealing people's belongings. You have to sell it and yeah. make money off of it so you can go on shopping sprees. Right. So by 2008, Nick and Rachel had plenty of experience in burglaries, and they were getting really good at it. They, um, I guess, decided that what they were doing was just not big enough of a deal, and they were going to start aiming higher. So they hatched out a plan that Reach would... Reach for the stars. Yes. They hatched out a plan that would get them a lot more riches than any burglary they had already done. And that plan was to break into the homes of A-list celebrities in Hollywood. So that's pretty lofty. I know, that's a big jump for teenagers. High schoolers. Yeah. Again, not that bright. If you're no. in high school, yeah. <laughs> no. Not that bright. I would not recommend any of this. No. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so Nick and Rachel had their work cut out for them as they knew they would need to have a foolproof plan if they were going to get away with these risky heists. Uh, their first, they first began by researching and asking themselves, which star do you think would leave their door unlocked and cash lying around? Basically, who's the biggest idiot we know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> So then they would use Google Maps and visit a website called celebrityaddressarial.com to figure out the location and layout of the homes they wanted to target. I was blown away when I read that right. that, that was a thing. That exists. was a website. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I totally agree. I mean, you would think that would not. I mean, I guess property records and stuff, it's all public. Sure. You know, and what, just because you're a celebrity, I mean... Yay, it's special, I guess. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's creepy for anyone, but obviously nobody's looking at my address and looking right. at it from the from the sky. So it is, it, I don't know. It is public, public record, like you said, but it does feel like an invasion of privacy in a weird way. It, it's weird. It's, the celebrity tour things are kind of weird to me, how you can tour and see celebrities' houses. Like, I get that their house is way apart from the road, but it's kind of a weird feeling. I would totally take that um, tour. L- <laughs> let me see it all. But <laughs> I would think as a celebrity, it would be kind of, Invasive? A little invasive, yeah, for sure. So they would stalk their targets on social media and read internet blogs to find out where these celebrities would be, if they would be out of town or if they'd be in an event for a long period of time, and that's how they would choose the times they would carry out this these burglaries. There's a lot of work going into planning to burglarize someone's home. Right. I don't have the time for that. I um, mean, at any point while you're researching all of this, like I guess nothing clicked in their brains that said like, this is not... Like, get a job. Why don't you get a job? Yeah, right. These are privileged know, teams. They're not going to get a job. <laughs> in my brain, that's where I always go. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's so much thought that's going into this, so much planning. I'll give them credit for that. Like they were, they weren't just like, let's show up at, you know, 
Tom Cruise's house, they're figuring out when Tom Cruise or somebody like him is not going to be home where he's, you know, no one's going to be there to stop them. Um, the first celebrity on their list was Paris Hilton, i.e. who's the biggest idiot they thought of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick and Rachel were confident that they would be able to pull this off as they'd already committed hundreds of residential break-ins. Hundreds Hundreds. Mm-hmm. How? I just don't even understand how they're getting away, like... Man, they're, I don't want to say they're good, but like they, they're bad. Well, I mean, and I had, could have uh, been bad. Right. And so in one of the, there wasn't a really a lot of video documentary style things on this that I could find on the internet. I did find on Hulu, there was an episode of American Greed that covered this uh, story also along with another story. So the part about this story was not very long, but there was an officer um, that spoke in that. And yeah. he had said that, um, you know, they thought that these kids were able to get away with this because they do look like upstanding, you know, they look like nice kids. With, they look like they belong in those neighborhoods. Exactly. Really. Yeah. So if, you know, they, they said, you know, if neighbors were see a couple of kids just like kind of walking around and yeah. didn't really know what are you kids doing and the kids just be like, oh, sorry, you know, we're yeah, yeah. wrong house or whatever. Yeah. So they they didn't look like burglars. As opposed if I was in there and it would be very obvious, right. they'd be like, that shirt you definitely got from. See, this goes That's back. That's a hand-me-down. <laughs> what case was it where we talked about don't wear all black because it'll give you yeah, away. Yeah. Well, these kids were just dressed Blending in, in. They were dressed to the nine, so yeah, yeah. they didn't look like they were there burglarizing homes. They just looked like maybe they were there visiting someone that they knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when they arrive at Paris's house in October of 2008, their task was easily accomplished when they found a key under the doormat. But that wasn't even unnecessary, or that wasn't even necessary because the door was also unlocked. While she's out of town. Yeah, while she's out of town. (laughs) So the teens simply go in, let themselves right in, and instead of going in, like, I would think if my brain was doing this, I'd get in and get out. They decide to hang out. They are partying, possibly drinking. They're rummaging through her clothes. They're trying things on. And just looking for good things to steal. And, yeah, so just, I don't even understand... (laughs) Yeah, what an invasion of privacy. Not a big Paris Hilton fan, surprisingly, I know. But um, but that's such a creepy, creepy feeling, like to think somebody was in your house I would trying be, your stuff on. Yeah, I'm, I would be, I mean, if I had to choose between just being broken into and having my things taken, I would mm. choose that over knowing that someone was literally in my bedroom, in my closet, yeah. trying on my clothes, yeah. hanging out in my room. Yeah. That is very, very creepy to me. You For know, sure. partying it up in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just like they're living there. Like, it's like I know. a... What do you call? What's that story where the bears go and live? The Goldilocks. Goldilocks? That's the one. You think they were Goldilocksing themselves? That's what it seems like. I like that it's Paris Hilton and, and the three little bears. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. What can I say? That's because of the audience we hang out with at our house. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to as many podcasts as us. You understand the importance of good quality headphones that not only have impeccable sound clarity, but are also comfortable enough to wear for long periods of time throughout the day. Mandy and I recently ordered the newest model of Studio Sweden brand headphones, the Trey, and we're so excited to share a little about them with you. 
The Tray Model are wireless Bluetooth earbuds with 9 plus hours of active battery life and 10 days of standby life. These headphones provide sound transparency, which is great for moms like us who want to be able to listen to our pods and music while still being aware of what's happening around us. This feature, along with the fact that the earbuds are made of sweatproof material, would also make them a great choice for those with an active lifestyle. They provide worldwide shipping with a tracking number, so check them out at studiosweden.com and get 15% off when you enter code MOMSANDMURDER at checkout. So over the next several weeks, the teens would actually return between five and ten more times. Crazy. They don't really know how many times exactly they broke in, but it was more than once. And they would just go back to Paris's house. They would be like, hey, that was a cool house to party and hang out yeah. in. Let's go back. And each time they would go, they would either bring, uh, you know, Nick and Rachel would either bring different people or more people or whatever. They were just like, hey, guys, it's yeah. Friday night, you know. Yeah. Paris Hilton's not home. Let's yeah. go over there. <laughs> Let's check her Instagram. Nope, you're good. Let's go. <laughs> right. So, again, like I said, they would just go in and try on her clothes, hang out in her room, and just generally make themselves right at home, which is just, I don't know where they would get the idea that this was okay. Um, and nobody said, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Or nobody said, maybe the more people we bring, the sooner we're going to get caught. Like, you know, my brain goes to there. Like, the more accomplices you have, the more right. ears, that's more people to rat you out. Also, you need to get ratted out, but and I would rat you out. <laughs> of course, she wouldn't. <laughs> you know also. I would. <laughs> so at first, Paris didn't even notice that anything was missing, and she didn't notice any signs that anyone had been in her home. Although she did say in interviews given later about this that the reason for that would be because when she would go out of town, of course, she would have a cleaning lady or someone that would come and make sure that her house was put together and in order right. and looked nice and perfect for when she returned home. Yeah. So she said that it was not really that strange that she wouldn't notice anything because yeah, that makes sense. Whenever she would return home, of course, everything would be clean and you know, yeah. it would look normal. So she didn't even notice anything was missing. That makes more sense. Cause when I was first looking into it, I was like, how do you not notice that anything is missing? I can't house? imagine having so much stuff yeah, that yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, I have so little things. If you steal anything from me, I'm going to notice right <laughs> away because I don't have a lot of choices yeah, when yeah, it comes to that stuff, you know? Um, so on December 19th, 2008, a new friend to the bling ring, Roy Lopez Jr., which was one of the men that Courtney, one of the teens, had introduced, um, he decided that he was going to go in and burglarize Paris's home by himself. Well, that time, he almost was caught by her. He uh, got away just as she was arriving home, but he did manage to make off with a lot of jewelry. And when yeah. I say a lot, I'm talking, they estimated that he took close to $2 million worth of jewelry from Paris's Whoa. home. Yes. And in that time, it was a lot more obvious that someone had been in the house. Of course, it was a quick, he had to leave because she was home. So there was no time to clean up and right. make sure exactly. things looked, um, you know, normal. So it was after that heist that Paris noticed that she was missing all of this jewelry and noticed all these other items that she was missing. And she reported this to the police. So... Like I said, this is also crazy and creepy to me Yeah, to have your house burglarized that many times. And then just to have that realization, like when you walk in, like, oh, I'm missing like millions of dollars of things yeah, <laughs> from my yeah. house. So I just can't even imagine. Mm -mm. So the next celebrity on their list was Audrina Patridge. And she was a star on The Hills, which in we Laguna mentioned Well, earlier. no, she wasn't on Laguna Beach. She was only on The Hills. You wouldn't know this. I wouldn't. <laughs> I did not watch those shows, but I did follow all of those people. So, yes. Yeah. So they chose to hit her home on the night of the Academy Awards, which was February 22nd, 2009, and they stole $43,000 worth of jewelry and other items. 
They also entered her home through an unlocked door. And it honestly shocks me that so many celebrities just leave their doors unlocked. Yeah. I guess you feel safe when you're in, like, a rich neighborhood, but or still. Or you have a lot of doors. They probably just have a lot of doors, Mandy. You can't go around <laughs> checking each one of them. Why can't you? I don't know. I, I check, don't know. I check doors, windows. We have two. I, it's very easy. <laughs> Multiple times before I go to bed I can night. basically do it with my hands just spread out from one side to the other and make sure they're both <laughs> So Audrina was actually one of the only stars who got robbed that reported the crime right away. And she even posted the surveillance footage of the robbery on her blog the very next day. Right. So, of course, the teens, I'm sure, knew that celebrities have surveillance footage. So they were wearing hoodies and yeah. they were covering their faces and everything. They so, weren't doing a great job. Well, of course not. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> the next stop on the agenda was the home of Rachel Bilson, who was robbed by the group of teens three to six times during April and May of 2009. The burglaries yielded so many clothes and accessories that the teens tried to offload some of it by selling it at the Venice Beach boardwalk where they successfully made a few thousand dollars so they're just stealing it doesn't even seem like they have a mission anymore like i heard on that same thing you were watching that at first it seemed like they would go in and they were like i want this shirt from her i want this i want that and then now it's just like i want everything and then i don't even want it so much as i just want to turn it into money and stuff like that so then it was time for another high-profile celebrity, Orlando Bloom, who was at the time swimming in frame from his role in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. At the time, his living girlfriend, who's now his ex-wife, and Victoria's Secret model, Miranda Kerr, had a luxurious lingerie collection that Rachel Lee wanted. That is so gross. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, Ew. Uh, mm, no, let's just pass. Go lingerie on is thing. one thing that I would no, not no. want to have Mm-mm. from someone else. No. <laughs> oh, no. Give me a break. Security cameras watched as four people arrived at the mansion on July 13, 2009. Among the group was Alexis Nyers, who claims that she was drunk and had no idea what they were going to be doing, entering, had no idea that they were going to be entering Orlando's house to rob him. The group came in two separate vehicles and parked far off. Uh, they walked up to the house wearing hoodies, which covered their faces, and they entered through an unlocked door by the pool and ransacked the house, again, stealing items such as watches, clothing, and art. They stole nearly $500,000 in merchandise, including personal mementos. That one sucks. Stealing, per, you know, your things are one thing, but things, things that, that are mean personal a lot to, to you. Yeah. Right. And that was something also that Paris had said um, after the fact was that some of the things that they had stolen from her were things that she was given by her, like her grandmothers. Yeah. And like that just made me so mad because yeah. you can't get stuff like that back. You Listen, know, we and, don't want to humanize Paris Hilton at all, but she is <laughs> but a she human. Is a human. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get that. I have a couple things from my grandma and I always, you know, whenever you play that game in your mind, if, if my house goes up in flames, what am I grabbing? Right. You know, you have those things. It would just be my grandma's stuff and my kids and my husband, but like those are the things, you know, anything for my kids is normally at like a parent's house or something, but my grandma's jewelry, which is basically costume jewelry. I would never. But it still means something to you. It means so much to me. Yeah, exactly. The group hits the home of Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox because according to Nick, Rachel liked Megan's clothing. I'll give her that one. That's a good one. They also stole guns from the home. So they're just upping the ante everywhere they go. It's getting worse and worse every time they do this. And I had read that they uh, had chosen some of these homes like Orlando Bloom's home. They really chose it because of Miranda Kerr and because, and then they chose also Brian Austin Green's house because Megan Fox was living there at the time. So it's Rachel who's masterminding all of this and is saying, I want what these famous women have and I want their nice things. And so it's really a case of 
girls wanting what these women have. And so that's how they were kind of choosing. It wasn't, it really had nothing to do with poor Orlando Bloom. They yeah, didn't, yeah. you know, yeah, once they were in, they stole his watches, but they yeah. were really there because they wanted the lingerie. Yeah. No thanks. Hard pass. Initially, police did not connect these burglaries to each other. One officer stated something along the lines of, it's Hollywood, break-ins happen all the time. But Nick Prugo began to have second thoughts about their burglary spree and feared that someone would recognize them on surveillance footage. And that's exactly what happened when they set their sights on their next target, Lindsay Lohan. Bum, bum, bum. Lilo. Was that Lilo. what they called her? Lilo? Lilo, right? Is that right? Or am I thinking Milo and Stitch? No, they did. Lilo. 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 Yeah. She's not doing a whole lot now. No. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. Her best thing ever was Mean Girls. And after that... I love Mean Girls just... <laughs> so much. Favorite movie. Absolutely my favorite movie. So Rachel Lee had been dreaming and drooling over Lindsay Lohan's wardrobe for quite some time and was desperate to get inside of her closet. Again. Creepy. So creepy. <laughs> On August 23rd, 2009, she brought Nick and Diana Tamayo along for the ride, and the trio used a screwdriver to pry open a window at her home. So... Good job leaving your door... Locking yes, your door exactly. Closing. That's what I was going to say. Perfect. Although... I just don't know. I wonder if they brought the screwdriver or if they found it. <laughs> They're on the property. I would like to know. <laughs> so once they got inside, they made off with about $128,000 in goods. But unlike Paris, Lindsay noticed right away that she had been burglarized and called police. Did so. you ever watch? Oh, you didn't. There was a reality show with um, Lindsay Lohan's mom and her sister and all of them. I guarantee they had like tags on everything. And the second they went off, <laughs> that mom knew about every last one of them. <laughs> So three days later, police released the surveillance footage of the teens at Lindsay's house, and the call started rolling in. People were claiming that they knew who they were, calling them by name. And um, as this information started coming out and the, the word started getting out that maybe these kids, um, a CNN employee who had been at a nightclub, I guess at some point, yeah. recalled a time that he had overheard Nick and Rachel talking about burglarizing celebrities' homes. So well, these idiots. But like – he remembered that like that didn't trigger something in your brain to be like maybe i should listen more or like i know who this is like i, I don't, don't know trust that. but yeah but if it's like teens i don't know sometimes i feel like you know you know how it is with kids and you're like are you just trying to look cool in front of your friends yeah, or you know true. did that really happen but it was released on tmz which is a big deal you know that's like releasing it on the news is one thing but tmz like you know it's real if it's on TMZ. No, 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 but like, <laughs> like where a kid might not watch the news, they're paying attention to TMZ. And so that's where they're getting all of these. They're like, oh, yeah, that's my classmate sort of thing. Right. So anyway, that guy contacted LAPD. I did, there wasn't really much about that. I was kind of confused on how this guy, but he was a CNN employee. Right. I guess he was just in the nightlife scene or yeah. was at the same place as these teens were. I didn't really understand he could have how had any, yeah. they knew a CNN employee, but like you said, it could have been any, it's Hollywood. So you cross paths with, we think, untold. we assume, allegedly, I just, we don't I know. just picture that you go to Hollywood and it's like literally nothing but like people who are important <laughs> and have like huge roles. Hi, and, my name is important. <laughs> I feel like they all wear name tags that just say that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So Nick Pruga reported that Lindsay Lohan was Rachel's ultimate fashion icon and biggest conquest and that the girls that robbed the house that night were just freaking out over Lindsay's things. And um, But Nick himself was really nervous at this point. He knew this was like a big one yeah. and that if they were to be seen on surveillance footage, then it would be widely circulated and he was really concerned that they would 
get caught. Do you know how much spray tan was probably on these clothes? They probably <laughs> got him and was immediately like, well, this is trash. <laughs> so on September 17th, 2008, Nick Prugo was arrested for the burglary of Orlando Bloom's home. And his mugshot was actually taken while he was wearing Orlando Bloom's shirt. Creepy. So this just blows my mind. It makes me laugh so hard because it's, it's like a black and white striped shirt. Yeah, so yeah. it almost looks like a prison it shirt. It does. Like a prison like, uniform. So I'm like, well, isn't that Welcome, fitting? you're here. <laughs> right? You don't even have to change. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm sure that shirt was probably some like outrageous like $3,000 t-shirt. But anyway. I don't think We're they, not jealous. I don't think they wear that in prison. Maybe in Hollywood they do. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so at first... Nick did not want to give police any details or help the investigation along at all. But after three weeks, he broke his silence and ratted out all of the other members of the bling ring and police issued search warrants for all of them. When police arrived to search Alexis's house, she was getting ready to film a scene for her reality show, Pretty Wild. She was literally about to film. They were about to have cameras rolling and here's the police. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) And P.S. This show only lasted one season. You'd think after this, like, well, then she went to jail. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, the rest of them were messes, so that's fine. Um, camera crews were setting up just as police were knocking on the door to carry out the search for stolen property. Alexis ended up getting arrested that day, but she was able to post bail. Her attorneys were very concerned about having her out at the clubs doing drugs and acting foolish while she was under investigation for burglar- burglary. But Alexis did not care. She continued to party and use drugs while I was watching. Um, Pretty wild for research, of course, on this episode. She actually gets asked to go to to Cabo to do like a a charity thing for Haiti. She call you know, it's reality TV. How much is actually real? She calls her attorney and is like, hey, I'm going to be doing a photo shoot for people in Haiti, like to raise money. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to do that. And he's like, that's a bad idea. And um, anyway... She decides to go, and she gets upset whenever they find out that they're taking pictures of her. Like, yeah, they're taking pictures. You know, people are taking – you're there to take pictures. How are you surprised that somebody (laughs) found out you're in Cabo, you big dummy? Eventually, Alexis pled no contest and was sentenced to 180 days in jail for her role in the Orlando Bloom burglary. I cannot say that word. Burglary. The only one that she was actually charged in. And on June 24, 2010, she reported to a woman's – jail to begin her sentence. She accepts responsibility for her role in the burglary, and she has been clean and sober since 2010 and now lives with her husband and two daughters in California advocating for addicts. She actually met him, if I remember correctly, at like Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, really? Like he had been sober a lot longer than her, had asked her out. She did not want to date him because she was in the early stages of recovery. And then they finally went out and they've been married. Yeah, she was 20 when they got married and they have a couple of kids. But it seems like she really got her life on track. But please, 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 if you don't do anything else, watch Pretty Wild, episode six. I'm going to post a link to that video of her freaking out that I made Mandy yes, watch. Yes, it is so good. But the thing with Alexis's that was really, it was sad and also like shocking was, and she talks about this candidly now, if you, you know, she does interviews and she talks about her time you know on using drugs and hard drugs like heroin and she describes how her addiction really progressed quickly and like we said earlier she was 14 when she started using uh pain prescription painkillers for um the purposes of getting high right and she said that she would do that um just not ever not 
on a daily basis, but it would just be like something she would do, you know, as part of her probably every weekend, at least yeah. I would imagine, um, on and off. And then when she graduated to using heroin, it was because it was just getting so expensive. She said at one point she had a $10,000 a day addiction. Um, the things I, can I just that. can't even imagine. Mm-mm. And at her age, like, where are you getting $10,000 a day from? Yeah. Like, who's giving you that? Somebody's yeah. enabling you. And, um, you know, she was in the Orlando Bloom robbery, but she wasn't part of the rest of this bling ring. Right. She didn't do – she was friends with them all, but she wasn't there for the other burglaries. Right. So she – um, you know, she does say that she was drunk that night. I bet she probably was. That's yeah. probably true. She even says that she like went outside of Orlando Bloom's house to like throw up and pee in the bushes. Yeah. So I'm who, like, who, who of us has not thrown up and peed in the bushes <laughs> at Orlando Bloom's house? <laughs> I've definitely done Actually, that. <laughs> probably every celebrity in Hollywood has done that. Um, no, I felt bad for her, but again, it's another case of you are who you associate with. And so if you're going to hang out with these people that you know are doing that, you could be could end up in jail for it you know you could be part of that so but it's kind of funny because the mom okay so her mom who was an ex playboy model or whatever so speaking of mean girls she just reminded me so much of regina george's mom because it's just like one of those where it's like you do realize like you're a parent right like you have responsibility to these young people that are in your care that are right. not adults yet, you know, yeah. but she just seemed kind of like the, you know, I'm the cool mom, yeah. you know, like basically, and, and that's how they girls got away with this crazy lifestyle. If I told my parents, Hey mom, I'm going to go out and get in the Hollywood nightlife scene. I'm 17 years old. My mom would be like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. You're not leaving the house. My mom would and be put like, some clothes on. <laughs> go ahead and try. They'll send you back. <laughs> right. Like I don't, you know, I think to some level, and it's not saying that, you know, I'm not saying her mom is the reason why she no, got addicted to drugs, to but it. you know, at some point there has to be some parenting there. And right. I didn't, if you watch pretty wild, you would see that there's not a whole lot. It's more like being her friend and that doesn't do her any favors. Right. And then, of course, the sister, too, was also... Yeah, I felt bad for them. They were all pretty wild. Yeah. (laughs) Way to go, E. Uh, Nick Prugo confessed to the burglaries and told authorities that the ring was still researching other potential targets, including, you can tell how 2010-ish this is, Miley Cyrus, Zac Efron, Efron, Hilary Duff, and Vanessa Hudgens. Basically all of High School Musical and then that crazy person, Miley Cyrus. Two weeks after his confessions, the search warrants were issued for the others. He was sentenced to two years in state prison after pleading no contest to three counts of first-degree residential burglary, but was released on probation after serving one year. So Rachel Lee, the ringleader, was arrested at her father's home in Las Vegas, where she had gone to live near the end of the crime spree in Hollywood. She actually had moved to Las Vegas before they burglarized Lindsay Lohan's house, and apparently she just went back to California to, to complete this her ultimate dream robbery, I guess. From It sounds like she was just so into it that she was willing to get on a plane and go back just for the purpose of robbing Lindsay Lohan. Right. So she was uh, picked up there in Las Vegas, and she was sentenced to four years in prison. And her prison coach, Wendy Feldman, which... I don't know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most Hollywood thing I've ever heard of. My prison prison coach. coach. So while serving her sentence, uh, Rachel participated in a program called Fire Camp, which was a disaster relief training program. What's Uh, happening in California? Like the prisons there sound wonderful. I imagine it exactly like... You get like a life coach, you get... I know. On, um, you don't watch this, but Arrested Development, the fourth season, the mom goes to prison 
and like it's all very like would you like the um <laughs> would you like the massage today would you like this and she's like make sure you tip them because if not it's it's really a big problem for me it's so funny they're playing sports they have their own like hotel room but that's basically after reading this I was like oh that's what prison is. <laughs> it was actually accurate so if you go to jail in California well, we should ask Scott Peterson about that because I don't think he's doing so great over there. <laughs> so Rachel was released in March 2013 after serving just one year and four months. And she was released on parole, so at least she is having to be accountable Yeah, outside of jail. Yeah, Because as we talked about before, it's kind of crazy that that's the time that these kids got in prison. Yeah. I don't think – I mean, for all that they did and all the money they stole – I mean, you try stealing literally millions of dollars of merchandise. We're going to go to jail for way longer than a year, yeah. I feel like. You know, you just... It does seem like... I mean, they definitely got light sentences, I think. I wonder if that's being underage or if it's if so there was not, like, armed robbery. It was all done, but... And they never hurt anyone. You know, there was never anyone present. And yeah, that's what I've... Um, I had... Um, there's like a difference, you know, they classify it differently. Like it's either a burglary if no one's home or a home invasion if someone is home. And right. that's of course way more serious. Like yeah. if you, you know, but that's literally the line that separates those two things. Huh. Like it's whether someone's home or not. So, and then the sentencing for that is vastly different. Sure. You know? So Diana Tamayo was sentenced to three years of probation and 60 days of community service. So no jail time for her. Uh, Roy Lopez Jr. was sentenced to three years probation and credited for a hundred days served time and he now reportedly lives in texas so roy lopez jr though was the one who he didn't he did rob paris hilton's house but aside from that one he was just the guy who was supposed to sell these right all this stuff they all stole of this is criminal they should have gone to jail longer i'm well sorry. they actually found um the guns from megan fox's house with this guy, Roy Lopez Jr. So for that reason alone, I'm shocked that he um, was only sentenced to three years of probation. Yeah. Because stealing a firearm That's and being terrifying. in possession of a stolen firearm, yeah. you would think that would come with a lot more heavy of a consequence. Yeah. So Courtney Ames was sentenced also to three years of probation and two months of community service. And uh, Johnny Ajar was just sentenced to three years in jail, but was released less than a year later. So that is the story of the bling ring. So next week, Manx, super excited yes. about this. Get on board. Um, send us your hashtag on my dateline. Have a great week. Bye. Hi, guys. Just a quick note that this Friday, December 1st, is our dear old Mandy's birthday. Happy birthday, Mandy. We love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mommy. Happy birthday to you. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks so much for listening to the Moms and Murder podcast. Make sure to check back with us next week for a new episode. You can also find us at momsandmurder.com where you can connect with us via social media. Please make sure you subscribe and give us five stars because giving us four stars would be a crime. Thanks so much.